Alright y'all, so this this podcast right here is a little overdue, if I do say so myself, right? So, a while ago, I was asking on my Instagram for people to give me ideas as to what the podcast, um, some ideas of what I should be talking about, right? So, um, I had a friend who recommended, what does love mean to me? And to start off, I think that love itself is just a subjective topic all around. Um, I think that a lot of people have a different perspective based on their experiences. Um, With that being said, though, my take on it might be completely different than someone else's. Um, For example, I've been in about four actual relationships. Um, I'm currently in one, so this is my fourth. And um, in all honesty, I feel like sometimes you're a little too young to feel like you know what love is or what love looks like. Um, With that being said, though, um, based on what I was shown when I was growing up, I didn't have an idea of what love was supposed to look like. I based all my impressions of love and ideas of love off of celebrities and people on social media because I didn't have that representation in my household. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but um, with that being said, I feel like for not having that depiction in my house um, or that, like, black love in my home, um, I feel like I came out better for it, uh, but I had a lot of, I had to learn a lot on my own. With that being said, Um, My first relationship was very toxic, controlling. Um, I can sit here and talk about what he did and didn't do. However, there were some things that I did that I'm not too proud of myself. Um, I I can't say that... I want to rephrase that, actually. So, every relationship I've been in, I've told the person that I love them, right? Because most of my relationships were long-term. Um, with that though, I feel like my idea of love has grown and flourished since my first relationship when I was like 15. I'm currently 20. So, um, when I said I love you to that person, it is not the love that I know now. Um, so I may have loved them in a way or cared about them in a way, but, um, not in a way that I think that I would have... Like, if I was in the same position now, I don't think that I would have said it. Um, because that idea of love and my idea of love now and what it's supposed to look like, what it's supposed to be, is completely different. Um, I thought that, you know, being controlling was cute because I didn't know what that was. I was like, oh, like, you're protective of me. I like that. But then became possessive. Um, and it got annoying because I was like, I'm sitting here and they would say, oh, well, you can't wear this or I don't like when you spend this much time with so-and-so or whatever the case may be because they wanted me all to themselves, which is fine to a point, right? So you can't, you can't be possessive when you can, but I mean, if the person allows it, however, they're not allowing you, you can't be possessive. You're that person, your partner is soon going to be fed up with the fact that you're not allowing them to be their own person. I feel like everybody gets this mixed up when they get into relationships that they think that 
they are supposed to be with that person 24-7. That's not the case. And for some people, that works for them. By all means, do what pleases you. However, I feel like people just constantly being around each other, knowing that you don't live together, I feel like that creates an environment that like you're very comfortable with this person, as you should be. But the more time you spend with the person, the less impactful their presence is, at least for me. So I don't like being in my significant other's face for too long because then I get tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I get not annoyed, but I like my space. I like my peace and quiet. I like just knowing that I'm alone in a space and I don't have to report to anybody. I don't have anybody bothering me, whatever the case. Um, That was not my first relationship. I didn't get a lot of space. It was constantly texting, constantly trying to hang out. I had like no time for my friends at all. My friends were upset with the fact that they thought he owned me. And they said that as they should have at the time was I upset absolutely because I was like oh I want to spend as much time with this person as I can but at the end of the day that wasn't doing me any justice because I was losing friends but gaining a toxic relationship that I didn't know about I didn't realize how toxic it was becoming until it was too late so that was my first example the second one um was I was going to say that was my longest relationship, but it was not. My first one was, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, If any of you know the people that I have dated, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Um, So my second relationship was fun. It was nice, and I liked it. Um, But after a while, again, that possessiveness started to kick in. Um, The lack of respect for each other started to kick in. There were some things that... um, some insecurities started to show and um I mean needless to say it was some it was a good relationship but I feel like after a while we just kind of got sick of each other um and the fact that we weren't on the same page most of the time um one person would we had like not the blame game but it was like we would have silent treatments constantly we'd get into an argument and not speak for hours days weeks whatever the case may be um, I'm probably exaggerating to some extent, but when I mean like a couple hours, a couple of days, yeah. Um, and then when we tried to rekindle something after an argument, it just like didn't feel the same. So after each argument, that feeling of love just started to dwindle, to become littler and littler. And after a while, it was just kind of gone. Um, so, you know, we kind of broke that off um, simply because it just wasn't working. And for a while after that person, I was like, oh, I don't see myself getting into another relationship anytime soon, simply because I was like, you know, I probably need to give myself a break. I need to give, you know, some time to myself. And I did. Um, Did it about like a year and a half before I got into another relationship. Um, Yeah, that sounds about right. Somewhere along those lines. Um, And whenever I got out of that relationship, I moved on, I went to college, I went to basic training for the military, um, so I spent a lot of time by myself, and in that time, I was starting to get to know myself more, and I was, like, in basic, I still remember this, I was wondering if I had made a mistake of leaving the second person that I dated, and, um, we had, like, you know, notepads and stuff to send letters out to our family members and I wrote one but I never sent it 
I just kind of like wrote down my feelings and I was just journaling because I was like, did I make the mistake of leaving you? But when I out, like when I weighed the pros and cons, there were more cons than there were pros. So I was like, I just don't, I don't think that me retreating to a relationship that wasn't benefiting me or the other person is in either of our interests. So I left it alone. Um, came back from the military, started college, um, and my fall semester of 2020. Nope, that's a lie. <laughs> my spring semester of 2020. So when I actually started here, um, I got into a relationship, and I guess timeline doesn't matter, but um, I think like June, maybe. May, somewhere along those lines. Um, June, I think. (laughs) Um, As you can tell, I don't really think about the relationship timeline much after it ends. But um, besides the point, so that relationship was the death of me. And I mean that. (laughs) Um, That relationship was an eye-opener. Um, because I used to be very, um, I don't think narcissistic is the word, but I was very self-centered. Um, not to an extent of narcissism, but self-centered enough that I rarely took accountability for my actions, right? So, um, and when I did, it was like, it was like backhanded. Like I said it out of, I said it in a way that would make them feel guilty for what they did that made me react the way that I did. Terrible. That made sense to you. Um, I hope you get what I'm saying. So whenever I got into this third relationship, um, I just, I was chasing someone that was unsure if they wanted me or not. And (laughs) I laugh now because I'm like, the relationship taught me so much. However, that was such a damaging relationship for me mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, So I got into that relationship and it was kind of like, it felt really one-sided. It felt really one-sided for me. Um, And I felt like I was going out of my way to do things that I knew that he wouldn't go out of his way to do for me. Um, And I think that at a point in time, he started to take advantage of the fact that I was allowing him to do it. Um, and it just, it just taught me that you can be a giver all you want, but be careful to who you give to because takers don't know how to stop taking. And I can sit here and bash him all day, but at the end of the day, there were things that I did in the relationship as well that simply aren't a reflection of love you wouldn't do that to somebody you love right and I feel like each relationship requires more than just love that that's not the only thing that's going to keep you in a relationship and I think that the other factors in the relationship were very much lacking in multiple departments so um the communication just wasn't there um when we did communicate it was just like arguments about like little stuff But for the most part, when we were together in person, it wasn't as bad. But when it was, like when we were in person and we were arguing, it was like we weren't speaking and we were in the same household. Couldn't go anywhere, stuff like that. So um, 
what I'm trying to say is I've grown and developed through all of those relationships to the relationship that I'm, I'm in now. And I think that um, my personality kind of reflects the, reflects the kind of person that I'm dating. And the one I'm dating now is like very calm, relaxed, um, doesn't let, like doesn't think too much about what would or what if and things of that nature um just kind of lives in the moment and I like that because it's like as someone who's very like I'm a high energy person depending on the environment right so if I'm in an environment where I feel welcomed and I'm comfortable and um things of that nature I'm I'm myself I can I have full range to be myself and not feel as though I'm going to be judged by that person. And I feel that. There's a level of comfort that I feel with him. Um, there's aspects of the relationship that, you know, you just, it just works. It feels healthy. It feels right. Um, and so, like, love to me is trust, commitment, um, loyalty, um, communication, comprehension. Everyone says communication is such a big key, but you can talk in someone's ear all day, but if they're not really listening and understanding where you're coming from, they're not comprehending what you're saying, they're never going to understand you. They're going to think that you are just spitting things out, literally. Um, So that and the fact that your partner has to physically accept you and I felt like in my past relationship, I was never actually accepted. I just had things that they wanted. Again, I'm not bashing them because there are things that I also have done that I am not proud of and I have fixed them. I apologized. Um, I took accountability and not in a way that was narcissistic like I was saying before or in a way to manipulate them, but genuinely. Like there were some things that I was like, okay. Maybe I should not have done that, and I apologize. But there's other things that I'm like, I'm looking at it from your perspective, and I'm not understanding where you're coming from. But they lack the skills to effectively communicate to me what they were actually feeling. And so I was never on the same page with them because there was just that lack of understanding between the two of us. So that's probably why a lot of my relationships, we were just always butting heads, butting heads, butting heads. And um, through the years and through the relationships, I have learned to effectively communicate in a way that is comprehensible. Is that a word? Never mind, disregard. Um, that is understandable for that person to get where I'm coming from. So to answer that question, What is love to you? When you do things for that other person without some type of, like, something in return, um, you love them unconditionally. There's nothing attached to them that is is an incentive for you to be dating them. So, like, for example... I was dating somebody because because they had money. That is an incentive to me because it gives me the impression that you're going to spend a lot of money on me. That is shallow thinking. However, that is the that is the impression that most people are going to get if they don't have it or they don't have as much. Get what I'm saying? So, 
that's not love. You're just using them. <laughs> um, and I feel like, I mean, relationships are kind of like using people. You're using them to benefit, you know, your happiness, or your mental stability, or whatever the case may be. But it becomes a problem when you can no longer function without that person. Um, as weird as that sounds, like, think about it. Whenever you date somebody, you date them because you find them attractive. You date them because you want to get to know them. You want to know more about them. It is, that is an incentive for you, but it's not shallow. It's not unheard of or uncommon or like, you know, something that most people don't do because almost everybody does that. Um, <clears throat> Love is loving someone unconditionally. Being there for someone, even if it, I don't want to say even if it hurts you, but like if you have to let somebody go in order for them to achieve happiness, then do that. Because in the long run, they're going to resent you and everything about you if you don't let them be their own person and make their own decision. If you hold somebody captive in a relationship, they are never going to want to actually be with you. If you tell them, I'm breaking up with you, and they say, no, you're not, the people who are in a... (laughs) Let me rephrase that. Um, So the people who don't enjoy toxic relationships... (laughs) Um, are going to see that as a red flag because why aren't you letting me leave the relationship? You have no hold on me. If we are not married legally, you do not have any hold on me. There's nothing holding me back from breaking up with you, getting a restraining order against you, whatever the case may be, if it is that extreme. However, um, oh my God, where was I going? That's going to make me so mad. Um, Yeah, so people who don't enjoy toxic relationships are not going to find that attractive. If you want to leave a relationship, let them. Let that person go. If anybody ever wants to walk out of your life, let them go. They're not going to love you harder if you start doing things you have never done. They're not going to love you more if you start showing them affection that you've never shown them. Because at the end of the day, the cons are going to outweigh the pros. They're not going to want to stay with someone who is 99% of the time an asshole to them. And that 1% is like, oh my God, you're so nice. You're not. You're justifying your actions because you don't want to be alone. That is a problem. You need help and to focus on yourself. I don't want to say you need help, but you need to focus on yourself. Absolutely. And it's crazy because I have been in that same situation. I at a point in time was just like, I don't want to let this person go because I had an emotional attachment to them rather than being in love. That's a good point. Oh, wow. That is a good point. I just had a realization. But again, so yeah, um, emotional attachment. That is also another factor that people confuse with love. You can be emotionally attached to somebody and it's like hell and high water when you're not together and like rainbows and sunshine when you are. That is a problem. That is emotional attachment. If you cannot live, you cannot breathe, you cannot function like a normal human being without that person, you are emotionally attached. That is not love. If I look up the definition of love right now, I can tell you. Ready? Watch this. Hold on. What is love? 
Oh, wow. That's not what I was expecting at all. Um, I just wanted a search. So, based on very well mind, um, love is a set of emotions and behaviors characterized by intimacy, passion, and commitment. It involves care, closeness, protectiveness, attraction, affection, and trust. Love can vary in intensity and can change over time. It is associated with a range of positive emotions, including happiness, excitement, life satisfaction, and euphoria, but it can also result in negative emotions such as jealousy and stress. So, that basically summed it up, in all, in all honesty. So, you can't get your emotional attachment confused with love, because that's not love. That person is manipulating you into feeling like you love them because they're guilt tripping you they're gaslighting you so someone says if you do this for me you love me or if you don't do this for me you don't love me they are manipulating you into doing what you don't want to do to benefit them to convince you that they love you or they don't love you if you let me drive your car I love you forever no when you start setting boundaries in relationships and you start testing people's limits you find out a lot about a person when you disrespect your own boundaries and you start doing things that you typically wouldn't do for another person because they're convincing you manipulating you gaslighting you into believing that what you're doing is out of the kindness of your heart dead wrong That is almost never the case. And I will give you an example. Um, I gotta think now. Give me a second. Um, Oh my God, I kind of like, you know, try to block out everything that was like a negative, um, negative situation just because I try not to think about it I just kind of let it go but um for the sake of this podcast episode I'm going to try my best um okay so there was somebody that I dated that um at the time did not have a car and they needed to get to work um for a while I was driving them back and forth but they wanted to practice with my car and I was like "Mm, okay um sure well I got they got a little comfortable with that with that decision that I made and the one day I was like you're not driving my car because I'm just trying to drop you off I um they got mad (laughs) and they were like I'm gonna walk to work and like I thought it was a joke his family thought it was a joke and um to be completely honest, he got, like, almost everything he wanted, like, growing up. Like, he was very, I don't want to say, I mean, he wasn't, like, an extremely spoiled child, but, like, he got some of, like, most of the things that he wanted, which is cool. Um, but at the same time, like, that mentality carried over into the relationship and thought that he was just about to get whatever he wanted out of me. And I wasn't one to, like, really put my foot down, so that's probably my problem. I never set boundaries. But at the same time, I was like, no. And then I ended up caving, and he did it anyway. Um... So it was more like he guilt tripped me into feeling bad. But at the end of the day, I had to take accountability for my actions. I could have just said no. I was like, if you really want to walk to work, you can walk to work. 
that sounds shallow again but that would have that would have made a point that would have made a statement you're not driving my car you're not on my insurance you're not driving it simple um but because i had already let him drive it he thought that he had full access because i was his girlfriend so with that being said, and I want to make this podcast too long considering this is the first one that I'm actually releasing, and I have like five in the drafts because just didn't sound right. Um, but this is raw. This is this is unscripted. As you can hear me stuttering, <laughs> um, but yeah, that is all the advice I have for today. Not necessarily advice, just a topic. Um, my opinion but um that being said thank you guys for listening um and i hope you to i wow i hope you to see (laughs) i hope to see you um in the next podcast episode i guess i wouldn't see you i would just hope that you would listen but for the people that are listening thank you you stayed this long you're a trooper because this is a long episode but Thank you guys so much. Um, however many of you listen, I appreciate you. And um, continue to follow. <laughs>